So, you're getting married. Congratulations. You've landed on The Real Wedding Podcast. Adam Strainy is a civil celebrant known as the Master of Ceremony. Adam has worldwide experience as a celebrant and officiant. He talks to couples about what planning their wedding was really like, how the ceremony really played out, and what they would change if they could do it all over again. This is a no-bullshit guide to weddings from real couples. Welcome to Real Weddings, Real Couples with Adam Strainy, the Master of Ceremony. Yeah, g'day. Welcome along to uh, Real Weddings, Real Couples. It is Adam Strainy with you. Great to catch up again for another podcast. And uh, it's all thanks to my good mates, uh, Brilliant Blooms. And uh, you know what? Sarah and Jess can hook you up if you are looking for amazing flowers and just your wedding to be styled to perfection. And uh, thanks so much to Shane, John, and all the team at uh, Minkove Homes with so many specialty designs and display homes across uh, the Illawarra and South Coast. You should check them out. Go to minkovehomes.com.au. They will look after you. If you're a new home buyer, certainly. Look, get out of mum and dad's house and get a brand new home from Minkove Homes. They are the experts. Good guys too. Hey, uh, you know what? My guests for this podcast are Tash and James. Now, I've known Tash for quite some time, her family for quite some time. We go a long way back. Amazing people, actually. Now, Tash and James joined me for this podcast of Real Weddings, Real Couples. Then we're married on the 1st of February 2019. And when I think about 2019, much like you, it seems like such a long time ago. 2019. Guys, I bet it feels like ages ago, but it was only two years ago that you guys got married. It does. It does, actually. Yes. I mean, last year was a bit of a nothing year, so it kind of flew. But, yeah, it's gone really quick. We've had lots of things kind of happen and moved and changed. Yeah, but it's been good. So, update me. What are you up to now? What's been going on in, in your lives? Hmm. Uh, we moved out of Sydney um, and back down the coast kind of all of a sudden was the owner of a block of land down the coast and um, hence the move and I living with my in-laws at the moment. So Yeah, good old um, mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> waiting to build in Kayama, so. Yeah, nice. Kind of well, that's where it all started. It all started for you guys. I mean, and look, I'll, I'll be honest, I've known Tash and the family for a long time um, and the wedding was at uh, Black Beach, of course, in Kayama. Absolutely fucking epic day, wasn't it? I mean, it was just, if you could get a day in Kyoma that was going to be better, you weren't going to find it. That day was just amazing. It was pretty good. I mean, yeah, it was a really good day. Rain was forecast, I think, in the morning and it was like not a cloud in the sky by the time we kind of got around to the ceremony at three o'clock. So I'm glad we didn't move it inside because that was what it was potentially looking at. But yeah. yeah, it was really good. It definitely went way too quick. And, and you know, like I'll be honest, you you at a time, there was a time leading up to the wedding where, Tash, you were shitting yourself, weren't you? Because you were like, oh, my God, it's going to rain. Fuck, what do we do? Yeah, I was definitely. And I think because, yeah, you have it in your mind set what you want the day to be and kind of you don't really want to have a wet weather option, but yeah. I guess that's what you always have to have. And our option was um, was where the reception was going to be as well. So um, it still would have had a lovely view, but I kind of just left it until the last minute to call it. And then, yeah, I'm glad that we 
kept it where it was because it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, look, would your advice to couples be to have a wet weather plan? Because, I mean, a, a lot of people nowadays, they just don't and they think, she's. I hope this all goes well. Um, would you suggest having that wet weather plan up your sleeve? Well, um, we chose February to get married, which is notorious, and it was the Berry Show weekend, so I mm. should have known um, that it was going to rain. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I like to think that I have pretty good luck. But in terms of having a backup wet weather option, I think that it probably depends on the time of the year. I mean, a lot of people are opting for outside weddings anyway. Mm. Yeah, I think if it's going to stress, then there's yeah. no reason not to. It's- mm. Our wet weather option was just where the reception was going to be. So it wasn't so, an extra cost. Yeah, there was yeah. really no extra hassle to doing it. Yeah, um, sometimes if you has a place that um, you could utilize as a wet weather option anyway, that you probably like a cabana or something like that. Yeah. Um, is it- yeah. Yeah. Look, I guess one thing that you might change about your wedding day, is there anything that you would have done differently on the wedding day? I think you've got something to No, I just, we got married too late in the day and then it was all rushed afterwards. Yeah. 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 Um, so we were kind of rushing, I guess, that initial like after the ceremony for the hour, hour and a half afterwards, it was all kind of rushed and pushed through to make it to the reception on time. Mm. Um, I think it would have been nicer to have the ceremony probably just an hour earlier. Mm, at like one or two and then... Yeah, two and then that gives you a bit of breathing room to do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, and I do like the fact that we didn't have everyone kind of go off to different bars and whatnot after the ceremony everyone we had the bar open at the reception venue for everyone to go back um Mm. as a group um so i liked that so we could have had more time at the reception venue with everyone Mm. if we got married a little bit earlier Um, so i think rushed the day even more than what it was yeah not to mention someone forgetting their shoes and so um, yeah, one of the bridesmaids didn't have their shoes ready to go, so that kind of put us a little bit late as well, but that's okay. Yeah, but I mean, like in saying that, there's a lot of people that just simply say, and a lot of couples come to me and they just say, oh, we want three o'clock because it's the best time of day. I mean, for yourselves, like you said, James, I mean, you know, pushing it forward to, to one it's not going to kill anyone. I mean, you know, grooms have a lot of time where you're just chilling out, right? You're just chilling out in the morning. The poor brides and, and uh, you know, you're the girls and the bridesmaids are just getting ready from Sparrow's Fart. Um, so they're getting ready early anyway. It's a really good option, though, to, to bring it forward for a while, especially for, like you were saying, you, you've got a bit more time to relax and chill. Yeah, I know, like, my day was very chilled i think my only job was to pick up the keys to the reserve which i did it <laughs> at nine and yeah. that was it for my day yeah. um but yeah I, I think you know you get the time back on the back end if you lose a little bit of time on the front end yeah um the whole like the whole day just goes so quick that like looking back on it now i, I would like to have maximized the amount of like you know it's a big party like why not stretch it out don't try and shove it into like you know from three o'clock onwards because it does just go so quick Um, yeah and like you spend your time with all the people that you just love and all your favorite people so you want them there for the longest amount of time anyway Yeah. yeah absolutely i mean and and it was a great party too 
So what advice would you give to people who are working with uh, vendors? I mean, you know, you, you, your photographer was one of the best in in Samuel White. And, you know, I've worked with so many uh, great photographers. And, and Sam is just such a chilled dude who is easy to work with. What would your advice be to other couples about uh, getting their vendors and making sure that all their vendors are locked in? We went with vibes. <laughs> yeah, we always, like, do this thing where we just, like, if we get good vibes from someone, like... We, we just like meet them in person and if they feel good and they kind of, you know, that's how we pick someone. But I think one of the things that like with vendors, like are a bit hesitant to kind of tell couples you, you should do this. Like it's a bit like when you're building a house. I liken it to that because that's the process we're going through at the moment. But mm. you want, say you go there with an idea and I say, hey, like I want to do this. It's nice if someone says, that's great, but have you thought about this? Because for example, if someone had said to me, why don't you bring your ceremony forward or do your photos before or something like that, that's advice from you know all the weddings that you've done, all the photos that Sam's done. Um, you know, you guys have seen it, you're in the business, you know what um, potentially would work better. And I think that I would have liked to have had more kind of like that direction. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think sometimes as a vendor you you sit back and you go, well, you don't want to interrupt the flow of the day. And, and certainly for a lot of couples, you think, well, they know what their flow is going to be like. Uh, and I guess even at some parts in your reception, we did feel like we were – we were kind of rushing a bit to a few different things. You know, we're certainly rushing through speeches and hoping that people would finish a speech at a certain time so that we could get no names, no pack drills, but geez, your dad could tell, can't he? Um, but you know, like we, 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 you know, you felt like you were just, okay, we've got entrees. Now we're onto speeches. Then we got mains. Now we're onto more speeches. Then we got dessert and then we got a dance. And, you know, so it, it, it kind of did feel even to me as the MC, like, wow, shit, we got a lot to get through here. Um, but yeah, I think that also as a vendor, it's, it's great advice for, for people like myself and other vendors where we can give those suggestions, I guess. Look, one of the great things for your wedding was live band. I, I spoke with um, I spoke with Paul and Emma and they too had a live band. What was the reason that you went with, with the band? I think we want it to be like a really fun, hmm. like really casual kind of vibe that got people on the dance floor like we wanted everyone to be up and dancing um with like a really good mix of music that was old and and new but not too new and cliche like Mm. yeah we had gone and seen the band that we um went with live and really liked what they kind of did as a band um so we were pretty keen to have Mm. a band and i think even if it wasn't i think what we have four or five people, four mm. people in the band. Mm. I think even if you just had like two people in the band, I think it just gives off like a different vibe to if someone's behind like a DJ deck. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, and our band even like worked with us to like our wedding dance. Yeah, like they so. learned the yeah. song that we wanted to dance to. That wasn't a song that they done before, had yeah. done before um, and made it their own. So it wasn't just a carbon copy of the song that mm-hmm. we wanted. They kind of did a different version of it in their own way. Yeah. Which was really nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was great. And it was really good. It was it was beautiful. Um, I mean, and, and yeah, it's interesting you say Sorry. that because it was the, like you said, again, it was a vibe that you got. You had to go and see them. You wanted to see what they were like and and whether or not people were going to be on the dance floor to, to all of their songs. Um, 
and and as opposed to just a, a DJ being there, because anybody can be a DJ, and, and nowadays every man and their dog have got a Spotify playlist that they can just play all night long. And we thought about that. Like yeah, we, we originally think, thought about that, but I think when we changed our venue to um, the, the pavilion in Kayama, um, the space is quite big there. Yeah. So we really needed to fill it and having a live band on the stage kind of allowed for the room to be quite spacious and spread out with a nice dance floor and the band to be like elevated so everyone could see them. Mm. Um, the dance floor was packed. Yeah. Like it worked. Yeah. People were it was. on the floor. Like it was really busy. Yeah. I reckon we had 100 guests and mm. I reckon 80% of the guests were on the dance floor oh. at any given time. Absolutely, yeah. mate. I think you're lying. I think it was probably more like 90% of the guests on the dance floor because it was chock-a-block. At one stage, there was no one sitting down. And it was, again, just that party vibe that the live band uh, gives to a reception. Um, I guess the, the question about that then is... Um, uh, you would say now totally worth the money that you spent on having a live band. Yeah, I was about to say. Actually. I think they I think were the was, second most expensive thing yeah, in our entire wedding cost. Yeah. 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 Right. But yeah, Absolutely. I wouldn't have changed having them. Yeah. That's yeah. my well spent. All right, so we're taking a break here at Real Weddings, Real Couples. And after the break, we're going to talk to uh, Tash and James about real wedding wedding stresses. What were those things that brides and grooms stressed about that they probably didn't need to stress about? Oh, and one of the other things, one of the big ones is how much did it all cost? That's one of the big ones. Everybody wants to know, this is a good wedding on the beach at Kiama, Black Beach, and then over to the pavilion, gorgeous spot at Kiama. Uh, but everybody wants to know, how much is it costing? What is the bottom line? This is an awesome wedding. What did it cost? We'll find out straight after the break here at Real Weddings, Real Couples. Hi, my name's Kerry. I was at my girlfriend's wedding recently, and oh my God, her flowers, they were amazing. The arbor flowers were stunning and the colour contrasts perfectly with the bridesmaids. When I asked her about her flowers, she said they were brilliant blooms. Yep, she was right. They sure were. Now that I'm getting married in a few months, one of my first phone calls was to Sarah and Jess at Brilliant Blooms. They're a mum and daughter team, which was wonderful. And they actually listened to what I want and will be getting everything fresh from the markets ready for the week of my wedding. I couldn't be happier. It was so affordable and I know my flowers of my wedding day will stand out from the rest. Now, if only my fiancé could be this easy with wedding day arrangements. Talk to Brilliant Blooms about your wedding day. Search Brilliant Blooms on Insta and see how they'll change your wedding day. So we're talking to Tash and James in Real Weddings, Real Couples, all about their wedding. It happened on the 1st of February 2019. I got the chance to ask uh, Tash and James, was there something that you, Tash, especially you, if there's something that you really stressed about that you didn't need to stress about at all on your wedding day? Um, not Nothing that comes to mind immediately. Like, we had a really long time to plan our wedding. Like, I booked the photographer literally the week after we got engaged. And the reason being is because that was when Sam was um, new to the wedding business in terms of um, moving over. And um, I wanted to kind of, like, lock in the important people in being yourself as well very early on. Um, so... We had like 18 months, didn't we, until we got mm, married? Mm, yeah. It, and it kind of worked in large part 
and I don't know why we we tend to do this with lots of things. We use people we know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that's probably what just like it's much nicer. Goes to that vibe thing when we know someone and trust someone, and we get good vibes. We use like Sam's become our family photographer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and like you, you've been around um, in my life and even my parents' life and um, for a really long time. So it's nice to kind of have that person, that personable touch. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which was good. But yeah, nothing that I really stressed about, to be honest. I think the only thing that I did stress about was coordinating the bridesmaids to to write one speech, and that didn't work out. <laughs> there were three completely different speeches given. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. That was then forced on my groomsmen, who yeah. did go to the effort of writing one speech together. together. Yes. Yeah. And then... He had, yeah, three completely different speeches. <laughs> it was fine. It was lovely, though. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, they didn't really coordinate it all that well. Um, look, I get a lot of uh, brides and grooms to do um, a, a wedding review video pretty much either after uh, the wedding ceremony or maybe, uh, like in your case, um, at the wedding reception. Uh, I think it's fair to say that I just wanted something really sweet, lovely, but in the end, you guys absolutely slaughtered me. You mongrels. Do you remember what you said? I think we might have a couple too many of those, like, really sweet cocktails, to be honest. I think so. I think so. At one stage, um, the words, uh, no, he's an arsehole, uh, came out of Tasha's mouth. So that was was always wonderful. Uh, Yeah. I got on the back, on it got on the back of James, um, kind of like ripping you, and I was like, I think I just went too far, but I was obviously joking. <laughs> yes, it wasn't too far. It was great. It was so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. MC when you can rip them as hard as they rip you. And look, I was just supporting my husband. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely (laughs) were. Look, uh, you know, and James, I guess um, uh, for you waiting for Tash to arrive, take us back to to February 2019. Um, You were there with all your mates and it was was one of those moments where, you know, we had a good chat. Uh, The boys and I, we all all sat back and had a good chat. People arrived. uh, They kept coming up to you. When for you do you think the nerves actually kicked in before Tash arrived? Uh, well, I don't know if they kicked in before she arrived. They definitely kicked in the minute she arrived because it was kind of go time then and it was all quite real. Um, but, yeah, no, not, not beforehand. I guess, yeah, and we didn't have a huge wedding and everyone that we invited we're really close with. So, you know... In large part, I think it was 50-50 family and friends. Um, but of those friends, they're very close. So, yeah, it was definitely when Tash arrived and the ceremony began and there was a need for me to speak. Yeah. Um, that's, that's probably when the nerves kicked in. And yeah. then it didn't really, I didn't really get nervous again until I probably had to deliver my speech. Um, at the reception. At the reception, yeah. Um, but even then, I feel like, it was mostly okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I kind of speak in groups for a living. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I you know, even... Of... Yeah. Sorry, I was really conscious of just soaking the day in. I, I was really, really 
conscious of the morning went really slowly and I think that was because I intended on being slow like we had a long breakfast and mm. all kind of my groomsmen and I hung out all to kind of the very end when you know um we were getting ready um all together so I think that kind of helped it was just letting the day take you over and making sure that the day didn't pass us by um yeah. we were really conscious of you know people always say how fast the day goes mm. and it does go quickly, but we were conscious of soaking it in while we were amongst it because it's essentially being a celebrity for a day. It's yeah, it's yeah. your one. Mind you, they did actually leave the house and went to a cafe for breakfast. Do you know any <laughs> that? All <laughs> no. the time, all the time. <laughs> um, you know, the thing that I, I really enjoyed about uh, the ceremony for you guys, and this is probably when Tash wasn't even there, was that you you were able to soak it all up. And, and you know, there was a lot of laughs with you and your guests and, and you went around and, and you did greet them and you gre- greeted them all uh, very personally and you had a moment with each and every uh, every person that arrived. And I think that's a really special moment that you get as a, as a groom um, or, or as any couple that you do have that opportunity to, to see those guests and, and you do get the moment to, to spend with them before, you know, that really important moment when the boss turns up and, and it's go time for you all. Um, look, I guess the, maybe the last thing that I might ask you, um, and, and you don't need to, uh, you don't need to, to give me a figure, but uh, roughly what was your the cost of your wedding? You can throw in a couple of figures between this and that or you can let me know exactly how much it was. Just as a bit of a guide for people that are thinking about uh, beach wedding uh, at, at the pavilion in Kayama, all catered, all the grog and everything that went into it, an amazing dress that was absolutely gorgeous, great suits for the boys to look shit hot as well. I mean, you guys were schmick as. Um, you know, so all of That's that together. To describe me, shit hot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was it about 40 uh, I think it tapped out at like 50 yeah. around 50 yeah and see that's a really great cost because I mean you had this amazing day that I guess for the most part uh, you know the, the the biggest cost would have been at that reception yeah definitely yeah. Um, it was I think we were actually lucky in a sense that the pavilion was council owned yeah so it's actually a really like reasonable like price venue yeah um it's more what you add to it like obviously you get you can add on and we added to have that additional time on the bar so that our guests could enjoy like the space because it has such a beautiful view um so we added on that additional all those small things um and like i think our wedding was beautiful um and we definitely could have gone overboard but um I you think know, what flowers and band the almost flowers and the band were the most expensive twenty percent of the total sure. yeah but cost. but along the process were you were you quite conscious of of your budget as well were you conscious of exactly how much you wanted to spend oh uh, Natasha did try <laughs> to use Excel <laughs> the budget um, was not in a good state but never mind that um, <laughs> she was like. Double costing things. The band was on there twice. The yeah. flowers weren't on there. It was like the budget was all over the place. Yeah. Um, so but Tasha nice. was conscious, but it was a beautiful day. <laughs> probably not tracking. <laughs> oh, that's superb. But look, um, one last thing: if there was any advice for 
uh, a couple about to launch into getting married, what, what would your advice be, each of you, what would your advice be uh, to a couple uh, getting married? Well, enjoy your time that you're engaged. Um, we had a baby during that time, so <laughs> it was it was a busy time. Um, yeah, enjoy your time during your engagement and um, really kind of think about <clears throat> the things that could make your day like really personable. Um, finding mm. things that you, you know, small things that you can bring into the day that represent you as a couple. Um, just the small like little touches, even, mm. you know, mm. hand making things. I did our bonbonniere. Um, we did. We did, sorry. Um, <laughs> the bonbonniere. Um, and got them like all written with our guest names on them and it's just those little things that people really appreciate um, and remember your day because often I've got James's aunties still like oh my god your wedding was the best day ever it was the best wedding I've ever been to I'll never forget it and it's really nice hearing that and I mean people often speak even about you like your you know your MC oh you're so great your celebrant was great and then they talk about our speeches being hilarious and I'm like great so the whole vibe of the day was really good um so yeah just find those little touches that can make your day special to you what about you babe yeah I actually agree with what Tash said in terms of um I we enjoyed being engaged for 18 months or so that we were engaged um, and I think that took a whole lot of the stress of organising the wedding out of it because we had so much time to do things that once we booked the venue, um, a lot of that kind of just fell into place and the vendors mm-hmm. were quite easy. So I, I could see it being really stressful to try and do it in like a three or six month period. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think the things that I look back on are you know, not even Sam's photos, but we had a um, Polaroid booth and um, the photos that people took there, we probably ended up with 50 to 80 photos. Or more. Or like more. Like a book of them, yeah. yeah. The thing that we actually look back on, we probably look back on that multiple times. And people wrote, that, like, next to their photo, sorry, honey. Mm. People wrote next to the photo, like, and they didn't just write, like, oh, wedding was great, like, love you. People wrote, like, a really nice like like message and half drunk messages it was great like it's a really good memory to have that yeah Yeah. um but yeah i think the more time you can give yourself we were in no rush to get married yeah yeah great advice (laughs) brilliant brilliant (laughs) advice and uh and i think uh, as soon as you uh you get that house done in uh kiama let me know we'll head down to penny whistlers and we'll have uh brekkie and a coffee eh Oh, sounds great. Yes, yes. We'll have to, um, the brooding Italian is where it's at. Oh, oh look at you go. Mate, you're all over. You are all over, Kaima, brother. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, look, thanks so much for catching up. It's wonderful to catch up and, and reminisce about uh, the ceremony and the reception. And I wish you all the very best for a very, very long marriage into the future, gang. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us here at Real Weddings, Real Couples. You know what? In a fortnight, we're going to be catching up with uh, the two very glamorous ladies of Brilliant Blooms. They service the Illawarra, South Coast, Sydney as well. Uh, These girls are absolutely amazing when it comes to floral designs. Yeah, it's our first of our vendor chats. Next podcast, 
all with the girls of Brilliant Blooms, Florists and Designs at Balgani, Sarah and Jess. Hey, hope you've enjoyed. If you want any more details, just go straight to the Insta page, Strainy underscore the Master of Ceremony. Just search all that shit. I don't know. Uh, or go to Facebook, uh, Adam Strainy, the Master of Ceremony. And if you are looking to get married, let's catch up. Looking forward to it. We'll see you again real soon. Real weddings, real couples. <laughs>